Blog Talk Radio. Hi, and welcome to The Art of Film Funding. I'm your co-host, Claire Papan, along with Carol Dean, author of the best-selling book, The Art of Film Funding. Carol is also the founder and president of From the Heart Productions and the host of this show. With over 35 years of prosperity leadership in corporate, government, entrepreneur sector experience, Olympia Hostler loves her work helping ambitious women who want to work less, make more, and live free. Her Mind Over Money Makeover program is designed to help women realize their wealth potential by resetting their intellectual, emotional, and physical experience of money to their most naturally profitable mindset. Olympia helps high-achieving women check items off their bucket list as they finally live their birthright of a secure and freedom-filled financial future, and the health, wealth, and happiness that comes with it. She's here to help you eradicate self-sabotaging money blocks that are holding you back from your greatness and can also help you rewrite your money story into a love story and make friends with money so you can easily become wealthy and scale your business. And Carol, I understand that your daughter, Carol Joyce, is studying with Olympia on the Mind Over Money Makeover. Oh, she loves this class, Claire. She thinks this is excellent information for all of us, but especially for filmmakers. So thank you very much, Olympia, for joining us. Thank you for having me, Claire and Carol. It's a pleasure to speak with both of you and with your listeners, and I would just love to be able to share the knowledge that I have from my vast experience so that I can help other people. Wow. Well, this is great because filmmakers are up against a lot of competition and um, the only way for documentary filmmakers and feature filmmakers to get their money is by making an ask of other people or crowdfunding or other ways like that that requires a lot of self-confidence and a lot of money matters have to be cleared up before they can get to the level where they can make an ask with confidence and feel like they are inviting people to join them in their funding. So I love what you've written, and I like the part where you say, I empower women to reconnect with and ignite their innate feminine money superpowers. Once women ignite their money superpowers, wealth shows up in a steady flow and in more ways than they could have imagined. And this is what we want to cover today. So let's start with what are money blocks? I want you to share some examples and tell us how they are created. Oh, it would be my pleasure. Money blocks are pervasive, and they are running the show for a lot of our lives. It's not just for our business. And many people think that they can just change their thoughts and then they'll be able to change their money blocks. It doesn't work that way. They also believe that they can use willpower or brute force or positive thinking to change these money blocks. And that's also wrong because change has to happen at the source to be lasting and to get the results for the wealth that we're seeking in our life and in our business. So the source is 
the money, well, it's the money blocks. And what creates the money blocks is the programming that we have. It's the uh, limiting decisions. It's the false beliefs. It's the stuck emotions. It's many other things too, but those are the top categories of what the programming is. And programming is imparted to us from our well-meaning parents, from family, friends, from even our culture, the media, authority figures. It's basically anyone who we look up to and trust and value, and especially as when we're a child, because when we're a child, we want to stay in the good graces of our parents and our tribe because they are our protectors and we need them to stay alive and to be safe. So we will take on whatever it is that they believe and their limiting decisions and their fears and their behavior even as our own. So we have these things called mirror neurons and everybody's got them. It is how we can change our thoughts, our behavior, even our beliefs, just by being in the presence of someone else who is doing whatever it is we want or don't want. So, for example, if, if a child's parent has had a leg injury and now they limp, the injury's gone, but the, it, the parent still limps, and the child, when that child is learning how to walk, they're observing that parent walk. And most likely, they're going to walk with a limp, too. They just pick it up. That's the way it happens. It's totally unconscious. And so a couple of examples of some money blocks are things like, um, I'm not good enough. Or you might be a money blocker if you are a people pleaser. These are kind of ways to... Observe yourself as being a money blocker, uh, being a yes person. Uh, If you're overwhelmed, if you're overworked, if you're feeling stuck, if you're isolating yourself and you're trying to do things all by yourself and doing that without your community, which we are meant to be in community. So if you're not in that, then most likely you are blocking your money. And if you're sacrificing yourself and, and really suffering to make money, that is a surefire sign that you are a money blocker. Wow. Another one, wow. I know, it's like I have lists of these things. <laughs> I'm just throwing out a few highlights for you and your listeners. And, and some of them are not obvious, like feeling like you fake it till you make it. Most people would uh-huh. equate that as a money block. Um, equating money with security, here's one that is so deep in our unconscious programming that most of us don't even know it's there. It's when we're born, we, you know, we cannot support ourselves. We can't defend ourselves. We can't take care of ourselves. And so we rely on our parents for security and safety. And then further out from that, we rely on our tribe, which could be our extended family or um, other groups that we belong to. Then as we become an adult, what we do, if we're not conscious about it, and nobody knows not to be not conscious about it, is we equate money with security. So that is a surefire way to be a money blocker because we need to have the security within ourselves 
And then that's one step to getting rid of the money blocks. And that's what I teach in my course, the Mind Over Money Makeover, amongst other things. But we really, we go in and we work on shifting those patterns at their very sources. And then we no longer equate security with money. So all of a sudden, money can just be money. We can just be who we are. And we, we do it in a seven-step process. So we have seven modules in the class. And if anybody's interested in uh, learning more about the class, they can go to www.mindovermoneymakeover.com. And you can read all about it. I even have a lot of um, testimonials of people who've been through the class who've had amazing results. Well, you've been doing this for 30 years, I understand. That's that's a long time to be working in one area. That, congratulations. <laughs> well, well, thank you. Thank you. It's it's quite interesting cuz I've ha- I have a gift for um making money, receiving money, keeping money and investing money. All the steps about it. I also have had a gift for losing it. <laughs> so <laughs> So good thing I know how to make it so I can make more. Um, yes. So yes. I've, I've honed skills, I've honed systems for myself, and that's what I share with other people. Right. That You know, talking about making it, losing it, making it, that happens to a lot of people. I mean, my um, great-grandfather, who was a cattle rancher, I mean, he was at the uh, peak of his life, and he had – about 100,000 head of cattle, and he went on the train north uh, from Texas north to Kansas City to make a deal and, and get an advance on a sale, and there was a blizzard in Texas, and you could uh, walk for miles, my grandmother said, for, uh, never get off the back of a dead cow. There were miles of them, and he oh. lost everything. Oh and he goodness. started all over again. And that was mm-hmm. the most interesting part to me was how he became a millionaire again. Uh, and my grandmother thought it was really easy. My great-grandmother explained how. And, and I thought, my gosh, where do you get that inner strength to do it again? Yes, it is totally possible for everyone. We mm. have just blocked it. From ourselves, we do that naturally, and oh, gosh. It, it's part of being ourselves and having the confidence and having, to some degree, the tools and the skills as well to do that. So, when a person goes through my class or works with me privately, they get the gift of what I call having money on demand, because you will always have the confidence and the skills and the tools to make more money. And you will feel so great about that because you know that money comes and money goes. Money doesn't just come in. It just doesn't work that way. And so to be able to be okay with that on the levels of your mind, your body, and your heart is, is part, part of, a huge part of the battle because when you're, when you're not okay with that, then you're, you're double screwing yourself, basically. So it's a, wow. it's really key to be able to just know that it's going to come again and know how to do that. I've done that. I've recreated myself many times in my life, 
and I started from um, from scratch. Like I, I quit a uh, corporate executive job, which I became a corporate executive at the age of 33, and I was running multi-billion dollar programs, and I was making six figures back in the 80s when it was more like seven figures. And wow, I yes. quit that job. I quit it because I was I thought I was going crazy and I thought I was gonna die. I was because I was working so much, I was sacrificing myself and although I was making a lot of money, I was miserable and my health was failing and my marriage failed and it was it was just terrible. So I quit without a safety net. But I knew that I could make money again. I had no idea how I was gonna do it, but I knew I could. And what else I knew was to trust my intuition. And my intuition was telling me, Olympia, you need to take one to two years off from working so you can find yourself again and restore your health. And then whatever it is you're going to do is going to come to you. But we're not going to share with you what that is right now. Because <laughs> we want you oh, to focus yes. on your healing. <laughs> I love that. When they won't give you the other side of the equation, you know, go do this. Well, what does that mean? Well, just do it. You'll see. You'll find out. <laughs> And, uh, but that's wonderful, you see. And you took that. No, I, I totally agree with you on this. Uh, the stomach is the second brain. Deepak Chopra has been saying that for years, since the 80s. Mm-hmm. And now, mm-hmm. now the, uh, the science is saying, oh, guess what? You know, sometimes your brain is so overloaded that it will send decision-making to the stomach, which is a better place for you because it has no failure rate. And you mm-hmm. get a better decision. So uh, you're right. Intuition, gut feelings are much better than something that you ponder over and think of this side and that side. Better just go with your intuition and believe it. <laughs> right. And that's another part of what we go over in the class. I call it one of the super, uh, the women's uh, feminine superpowers for that's money. Exactly. And that is... I call yes. it the infallible GPS because that yep. is what your intuition is. That's it. It is. All right. Well, wait a minute. I just want to – oh, there's so much to learn here. You say mm-hmm. that mindset, body set, and heart set are the holy trinity of wealth. So tell me more about why those are so important to clearing out your money blocks. The mindset, body set, and heart set are – the three levels and the three sources that are creating our money blocks, where we're creating them. So I call them the Holy Trinity, and they all three have to be shifted back to our original factory setting in order for us to truly transform our well-being, our wealth, and our health. So, so many people know about mindset. They go, okay, yeah, I can do some affirmations. I can do some positive thinking, but that is just, first of all, it's only one of the three sources. But then if you're just thinking about those aspects of mindset, you are really missing the boat because mindset is really what controls our behavior, our thoughts, and our emotions. And by the way, it controls our body too via our fight-flight response. So what the real change needs to happen at the mindset level is going in to the unconscious mind because that's where all these money blocks are stored. That's where the fears are. That's where these stuck emotions are. It's all there. And our conscious mind is walking around during the day going, oh, I got this. I'm totally in charge. 
uh, when in fact it's not. So we need to make those changes at the unconscious mind level to have true transformation. And then the heart set is responsible for love and gratitude, receiving. This is how we connect with other people and how we are able to be in community, which is a natural state for us. It's another feminine money superpower is to be in community and to be able to not be alone because we are hardwired not to be alone. When we're alone, unconsciously, we are isolated from our group. Now, I'm not saying don't ever be alone. I'm just saying if that's your, the only way you do things, that's not the way to be. It's nice to have a balance. And then body sets is the third part of the trinity. That is what holds our stuck emotions. It holds our traumas, our stress, and our fear. And it's what affects our physical health. So, And they're all three tied together. We are just scratching the surface here, Carol, with mm-hmm. what is going on under these currents. So the, I'll give you a little example. So we have the fight-flight response, which is um, – made for us to be able to save ourselves when we have a a stimulus. And it comes from the days of the saber-toothed tiger chasing us. So Mm -hmm. when we have a threat, and these days it's not a saber-toothed tiger. It could be a deadline. It could be stress about money. It could be a child. It could be just many, many, many things. And so when we have that stimulus, what happens is our body floods our body with adrenaline and cortisol and it pumps us up as if we put our finger into a socket and so we wonder why we can't sleep we wonder why we can't digest we wonder why we can't uh, turn ourselves off after the work day it's because we're flooded with these charge up charge them up um, chemicals and the cortisol goes from the adrenal gland into our gut And so Mm -hmm. when you have cortisol in your gut, you cannot digest well. If you can't digest well, there's a whole cascade of other things that are not going to work right. And when you're you're jacked up on this fight-flight system, you are also not going to be able to breathe very well. And if you're not breathing well, you're holding your breath, or you're breathing really fast, you know, like a panting because you're stressed, then that sends another signal to your mindset, your body set, and your heart set. And it says, oh, my God, we're going to die because we can't breathe. And That's right. How long, how long can you go without breath? You can't go more than three minutes, and that's only if you're a super-duper breather. Like, mm-hmm. Most of us are going to be at the minute-to-minute-and-a-half mark. But you can go a lot longer without things like um, food. Like food, you can go a month. Yeah. You'll be all right. Water? No, water, you're going to be a few days. Um, You can go without money. You could go a long time without money. So you see kind of a hierarchy here of why we have to get to the mindset, body set, and heart set to make these transformations. And once you make them there, it's like putting a key in a lock, and you know that sound it makes where it just goes click, click, click. Everything changes, and the lock opens. And, And then the things you used to want, that were not healthy for you and didn't serve you, you don't even want them anymore. Like, it's just amazing. It's just like it just falls right off. Oh, that'd be nice. Well, one mm-hmm. of the things you said, uh, what uh, 
quickly was about receiving. Now, mm-hmm. here's what I see happen, and I've been this way a lot. You give, you give, you give, and then some. the universe says, okay, well, it's your turn. And someone says, well, let me take you to lunch. And you say, oh, no, I couldn't do that. I have to pay for your lunch. Or, yeah. no, I couldn't accept this or that. But thank you very much. I don't know why we do that. We turn gifts down as if we shouldn't get, have them when we should have them. What's going on? Exactly. Well, we have turned off our superpower of receiving. It's one of the three superpowers. It's community, receiving, and the intuition, the infallible GPS. We turn it off because we're blocking our money. And it's, it really, and you have to keep going back from the blocking of the money. You have to go back to the source of that, and that is our programming. So what are we believing about ourselves? Most likely when people are doing that, they're believing they're not good enough and they're not worthy enough. The, oh it doesn't gosh. have to be that, but those are the two sure. prime offenders. Like, right. what? And, and I can't accept this from anybody else because I don't deserve this is kind of the message that's going on in the unconscious mind. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, this is brilliant information. I thank you so much. Now, let's get into, uh, in the introduction to your course, Mind Over Money Makeover, you have a section called Take Out the Trash. It sounds like an old song. Remember that old country song, (laughs) Take Out the Trash? (laughs) I I love it. Okay, so I want you to walk us through how we do this. Uh, Tell us about reprogramming and how to reset and clear out old patterns and other things that we can do, please. Absolutely. So taking out the trash, this is the process of the reprogramming. This is where the change happens. And in the class, or if somebody works with me privately, we draw from an amazing plethora of tools. So the um, going into the tools is not we don't have enough time for that. I'm just going to go into the concept of how it works. Okay. So it's about raising your hand for yourself, the taking out the trash. So you stop fearing, resisting, doubting, and then you start believing in yourself and feeling your own power and knowing that you're worthy and having this, true reconnection with yourself that I call original factory settings, which is where anything is possible and all is well. And so what are we going to clear out? We're going to clear out the top five stuck emotions for sure. And those are anger, sadness, hurt, fear, and guilt. And with every um, clearing that we do, we make sure that we clear it out of the heart set, mindset, and body set because if you only clear it out of one, like we just talked about, you're still going to have issues. You'll be better, but you're not going to have the abundance that you, um, that you know you can have and that you're meant to have. Right. You talk about scarcity to abundance consciousness, and that really is what it's all about. Go from scarcity to abundance in your life. Mm-hmm. And that would be in all areas, right? You would have, you know, if you were focused on more friends or a love life or money or whatever, it's all tied together, isn't it? It is all tied together. I have a saying that how you do money is how you do life. Wow. And that is because the same programming 
that dictates your money is also running the show on every other area of your life. And that includes relationships, health, spirituality, personal growth, um, money, and career. So, oh, my heavens. <laughs> so, so you get a bonus of changing those other, the programming for the other areas of your life just by changing your money. It's amazing, yes. There's so much to gain from uh, doing this work on yourself, and I'm sure it is work. Carol tells me, no, I'm, I can't talk to you. I have homework. I have to get ready. I, I can't go to class without doing my homework. And I thought that was great because you can't ever tie her down to do something like that. So well done, <laughs> Olivia. Awesome. Yeah, it's great. Well, okay, let's go to um, – cover a bit about how you reset yourself back to your original factory settings, Olympia. Wonderful. So original factory settings, this is the place where we spoke about earlier, where you can generate money on demand with confidence Uh and security that you're always going to have more. And you're going to have more than enough. But being back in the state, this is where you were born and this is who you are once you remove the survival programming and once you take out the trash, what you're left with is, is your original factory settings. It's your happy place. It's your safe place. It's the, the place where all is possible and, or, or all is well and everything is possible. It's a place where you have clarity and you can see infinite possibilities and you're also able to capitalize on them. So you stop adding yourself out of the equation and the conversation and you feel like it's a homecoming because when you get back to your original factory settings, it reconnects you to all of your internal resources and your external resources, your money superpowers. Wow. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, you know, I know as a child, um, when I wanted something, I envisioned it. I thought about, oh, like a bicycle, you know. And I'll tell you, uh, I even wanted a diamond ring at 12 years old and, uh, <laughs> because, you know, there were all these films out, How how to Marry a Millionaire and, and, and Diamonds, Your Girl's Best Friend, all that stuff. So uh-huh. my grandmother asked me, what do you want for Christmas? And I said, a diamond ring. Well, when we left there, my Scorpio mother was seething. How could you say such a thing? She said, I'm so embarrassed. And I said, but then she asked me and I told her. And and so, but I was, uh, you know, I asked for what I wanted, and I saw myself getting that ring, regardless of what Mother said. And at Christmas time, we had opened all our gifts, and uh, Dad said, "Look, you, you know, there's something in the bottom of that sock that's hanging there. Your Christmas sock. What is that <laughs> little box?" Well, there it was. It was my first diamond ring, and boy, did I love it. So. I have been a firm believer that you ask for what you want and and visualize and feel it. But uh, I have never done this work. I mean, if I put this work with what I have been able to achieve, it could be that I could open even more doors for my future. Absolutely. It's there waiting for you. Yeah, that's good. So age is not important. And you do this on the telephone so people can be anywhere? Is that how it works? 
Uh, we can do it by telephone, but mostly we do it over Zoom. So it's over the computer. Oh. And, oh, yeah. um, and then we can all see each other and we get to interact. And I, I do teach the courses live. Um, uh-huh. so, so the students do have access to me. A lot of people just, you know, who are teaching courses, they don't, they don't allow the students to have access to them. But I think it's critical when, when we're making these kind of changes. Oh, I do too, uh, because I would I would want somebody holding my hand half of the time to to get me through this because it it could be earth shattering when things start to turn around for you is when you're need when you as a teacher are needed the most when people start to see things turn around. I saw uh, some things happening in Carol's life uh, because of I'm saying because of this class that she took with you because. Uh, she's something she's wanted for years, and all of a sudden she asked, and they said okay, and she fell on the floor. I think mm-hmm. uh, so. Uh, but so it it is. Uh, then you're back to receiving it again. You've got to have that confidence that you can do it, mm-hmm. and feel worthy enough to receive it. And worthy enough. Okay. Well, right. then, so let's talk about the results once you reset yourself. Oh, the results are joyous and life-changing. One of the most important results that people typically experience is a minimum of doubling their income, and many people do more like five or ten times their income. Um, wow. Then it's, it's amazing. And they, they start to already either receive that much money or get contracts so that they would be receiving that money just within the context of the seven-week class. Other um, things that people get are the ability to charge what they're actually worth and feel great about it. Like they can just sit sit there in a conversation or stand there when somebody goes, you know, how much is that? You go, well, it's this. And you feel totally congruent with it. And then if they question it, you still say Stay firm because you know that's what you and your whatever product or service you have are worth. And when I used to go on job interviews back when I was still in corporate America, I was so audacious. I would tell the people, I'd say, if if the job is not offering at least $100,000, we have nothing to talk about because <laughs> I don't get out of bed. I do not get out of bed in the morning unless I'm making at least $100,000 for you. For me. Oh, my gosh. Oh, good <laughs> they for you. Just look at me. But you know what? It worked because I didn't want to waste my time or their time. So if the job was not in that range, they would say, okay, this is just not going to work, which is perfect. Please save us all some time, energy. And if it was in the realm, then they got notified that, hey, this is what's happening. If you want all this, <laughs> that's what it's going to cost. Well done. That's the that's way to go. Other benefits are, are traveling, um, oh, taking yeah. time off, spending time with loved ones, having me time, scaling your business and having fun doing it. I mean, it, you get an increased sense of inner peace, and you just walk around feeling more relaxed and comfortable in your own skin. And you increase your ability to think and act in productive, 
and proactive ways about money. Like it, it permeates every aspect of your life. This is wonderful. This is so needed. Thank you. Thank you for bringing us this information because this is what we would all like to have, but we're not aware that it is possible and how to get there. And you've outlined it in all these wonderful steps. Well, let's let's talk about uh, your class. You say money truths and money lies. So let's talk mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. So money truths are the opposite of the money myths, which are lies. And I'll give you some examples. That's an easy way to, to understand what these are. The, the myths are the lies that our scarcity mentality feeds us, and we accept them as true. And they are the opportunities that we often say no to that would be good for us and would serve us. And they're also opportunities that we would say yes to that do not serve us, and they keep us busy and distracted and away from our purpose and away from our greatness. So, for example, a money lie is there is not enough money. The truth is there's more than enough money for everyone, including you. And just because you have more money doesn't mean that somebody else has less money. That's another lie. Um, Another good one is people with money are bad. So if that's a belief that someone has, they're going to do everything they can to block their money because they don't believe they're a bad person. They think they're a good person. So to prove to themselves that they're a good person, they're going to block money from coming in because otherwise they'd have to be bad if they let the money in. And the truth of that is money allows you to be more of who you truly are. Um, money is evil. That's another very common money lie. And oh, it's truth- terrible that that's in the consciousness that money is evil. It's the love of money that's right. evil, and 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 uh, not money. And this is right. a great a point to bring out because it is blocking a lot of people now. That what I heard that one percent of the no, it's like under 50 people have more money than 50% of the people in the, on the earth. So when it, there's such disparity here, you uh, you begin to believe that nonsense. Mm-hmm. It's 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 so true. But it's money is just an inanimate object, and it's merely energy, and it's exchanged for other things of value. So that's all it is. And when we can really recognize that and shift our belief to that, that's when we can, it's a huge game changer in shifting our money blocks. So another one uh, lie that's so popular is I have to work hard and I have to sacrifice myself and my needs for money. This one is horse pucky because abundance is your natural state and you were born to be wealthy. And there is no sacrificing that needs to be done. Okay, sometimes there may be some hard work, no doubt about that. But most of the time, once you've been reset back to your factory settings, money is easy. Like you have more money coming in than you even know what to do with. And 
one more lie that I want to share with you guys is that if I'm successful making a lot of money, I'm going to be overworked, I'm going to suffer, I'm going to miss out on my life, and I'm going to miss out on time with loved ones, and I'm going to be isolated. This one could not be further from the truth, Carol, because what really happens when you become successful and you make a lot of money is you will have a posse to help you to share the work and to free you up to do more things that you love to do. Oh, of course. Of course, we don't think like that. You know, we're not thinking of abundance and and taking care of ourselves. That's really true. Thank you for that. Oh, my goodness. Well, now let's see. Um, You've got in here understanding how to meet your non-negotiable essential human needs and shift away from detrimental programming patterns and habits. This is how you begin your journey to making more money, working less, and living free. And in this, you talk about plastic brain and how to train your brain. So I know you can't go into all this, but if you could just give us some tips or understanding in a general concept. Of the, of the plastic brain? Yeah. Yeah. Or, so, or training um, your brain, either way it works. Okay. Well, they're, they're related. So neuroplasticity is the plasticity of the brain. The brain is very changeable at all ages, which is good news for some of us who are older than others. <laughs> so, right. um, so, so neuroplasticity is the concept that the brain can change its form and its function based on stimuli. So that can be anything. It can be thought. It can be beliefs. It can be observation. It can be threats or not threats. It could be joy. And so the brain is shaped by its experiences, and it is built to ignore the old and focus on the new. And why does it do that? Because we're going back to the fight-flight response here, Carol, because Uh we're, we're comfortable with the old. That's good. We're safe with the old. But the new, it might be a threat. It might be a threat, so we've got to check that out. And we need to make sure that we're going to stay safe at all costs. And so what neuroplasticity does is it changes literally the neural pathways and the synapses that occur due to our behavior, our environment, and our neural processes. And what does that mean? That means that as you repeat things, the brain needs repetition to learn. So as you repeat things, it is literally rewiring your brain. So why not repeat things that are positive and helpful and that serve you? And as you do that, a concept called neurons that fire together, wire together, take over. And that means the more you do those, whatever it is, I'm going to say, suggest you do the positive, helpful things, then those are going to permeate. You're going to form more connections in your brain that are going to select and sort for that for every experience you have. And by the way, the old ones that you had that didn't serve you, some of that previous programming, those mm-hmm. will just no longer, they will, those pathways will be deleted. It just happens naturally. Right. It's called synaptic pruning. Synaptic yeah. pruning. It just prunes yeah. it itself when you don't <laughs> use it. That's great. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. 
Oh, my gosh. Well, um, you've got this uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs uh, with the life needs. I love that uh, pyramid outline. It was really refreshing to read all this. Yes, this is the concept of our basic human needs, need to be met. And um, Abraham Maslow, he was an American psychologist, he discovered that humans are motivated to achieve certain things in a set order. And that's important. It's in this order. So at the base of his um, hierarchy of needs is physical. So that's where you have air, food, water, sleep, shelter, things like that. Like, like if you don't have those, you're going to die. Like, and you're going to die soon. So that's what your brain thinks. That's what your mind thinks. So that, those needs must be taken care of first. And then you can move up to the next level, which is safety. And, and at the safety level are things like your health. Uh, prosperity, employment, freedom from fear, uh, family and social stability. So the third level is love and belonging. So as we're moving up, so as our physical and safety needs are met, then we can move on to love and belonging. This is about affection and friendship and family and harmony and connection and intimacy. So I like to share this example to to really cement in how each level must be met before we go up. So if you're gasping for air, like if somebody's choking you, you are not going to be concerned about food. (laughs) You're not going to be concerned about um, your family stability. You are not even going to be interested in connecting with someone else. Your prime objective and your sole focus is going to be to get your next breath. So Right. So then moving up. So physical, safety, love and belonging. The fourth level is esteem. This is freedom, status, strength, confidence, achievement, being unique, being yourself. And this is a key um, level because so many of us say, okay, I want freedom. I got to have my freedom. And and they and they just kind of think they can declare that they have their freedom, but they don't because mm-hmm. all these other levels below must be met in order to truly have freedom and to have confidence. And so many people have confidence issues and they think they can just say a million affirmations and do some positive thinking and that's going to change it. That doesn't change anything. You have to go back down here to the basics and you have to work your way up the pyramid, but then you also have to adjust your mindset, body set, and heart set, and then all of a sudden, voila, you have your freedom and you have your confidence and you're back in your power. And then the top level of the needs... Oh, go ahead, Carol. I was just going to say, you're just making it so clear to me. Some of my best friends who are the most caring, supporting, nurturing, are wealthy people who have the, have the physical taken care of, they're past the safety, mm-hmm. and, they're, and they have the love and belonging and their families, 
and they are in a position where they can put time into other people who Uh may have a problem or a question, and they will open their heart, give you advice, even do things for you, go way out of their way if you will let them uh, when they offer because they, and I see it in the pyramid, what's happening is the more established and more esteem that they have in their life, uh, the more they can share that with others, right? That's right, because they are safe. Because they're no longer being chased by the saber-toothed tiger 24 hours a day. <laughs> that's, that's, what it, that's what it comes down. That's all your brain knows. Is yeah. Because that part of your brain is the reptilian brain called the amygdala. Right. It only knows, am I safe or am I not? It doesn't know, mm-hmm. oh, I'm, I might be safe or it could be safe if I did that. It's, it's a yes or a no. And it uses your senses, all of your senses, to tell it what is happening. And so if anything is off kilter, it, bing, it just goes right over to, okay, we're in a dangerous situation and we could die. That's what it thinks because it doesn't know anything else. And so the key, which is part of what we do in the class, the Mind Over Money Makeover class, is we reset that nervous system so we get ourselves out of fight-flight mode because we're mucking up the water. It's, you know, we're playing in a dirty pool here. We need yes. to clean that pool. So once we do that, all the things change. Absolutely. I can, I've, I've seen it in other people. I would love for that to get up to the top. The top is self-actualization. Well, I can't say it. Self-actualization. Right? Yes. Self-actualization. Be me, morality, acceptance. Right? Right. This is the spirituality, the connection, the oneness, the joy, the... This is your original factory settings that we've been talking about. This is who you really are. So once you have all of these other basic human needs met, then you truly can be who you are. And so many of us want to give back. You know, we're very, you know, we have that in us to want to give back because we have that programming for community and helping our fellow people. But until we get up to these higher levels, we can't really get back in meaningful ways because we're too busy taking care of ourselves, which we need to do so we can survive. And then we go from surviving to thriving, or I'm sorry, surviving to striving, and then we get up into the thriving. And when we're thriving, we can give back in many, many different ways, and it makes our hearts sing. Yes, right. That's oh, that's so wonderful. You know, I was really pleased when I saw in the class outline that you suggest people meditate on a daily basis because I've been a meditator since the 70s, and I have found mm. it has really helped me uh, in my life to get, stay centered, to overcome obstacles, and to be able to focus on whatever I need to solve problems. Mm-hmm. Meditation is so important. It keeps us mentally, emotionally, and physically clear. It relieves stress. It improves our health. This is where we can receive guidance. It's not the only place, but when we're in a meditative state, guidance just comes rushing in. It regulates our nervous system. And when we're in meditative states, we actually go into our theta brainwave state, which has been scientifically proven 
to lower stress and anxiety, as well as facilitate healing and growth. So what is meditation? A lot of people go, oh, I don't know what it is, or I can't do that. Yes, you can. You can do it. You do it all day long. Meditation is focusing on one thing. And you can do meditating while you're sitting. You can do meditating when you're walking. You can do meditating while you're doing dishes. It's just bringing all of your attention to whatever it is you're doing in the moment and being present to that. And there's a wonderful book by uh, Thich Nhat Hanh, and it's called The Miracle of Mindfulness. It's a very small book. I don't know, maybe 40 or 50 pages. And he shares with us, he's a Buddhist monk, and he shares with us how you can meditate throughout your whole day. So, yes, you can sit down and do the, you know, the whatever, recommended 20 minutes a day. That's fabulous. If you can do that, that's fabulous. But if you, if you can't do that or you want more than that, it's kind of a fun game to play with yourself to meditate throughout the day. Like even when you're doing other things, if you're just focusing on one thing, you are meditating. Well, that's good to know. I'd like to, yeah, I will definitely get that book. Say the name again. It is? Yes, The Miracle of Mindfulness. Okay. Yes, it's by Thich Nhat Hanh, and I don't really know the spelling of that. <laughs> but okay. it's, a, it's a well-known book, and, um, and you can get that. Oh, oh also for meditation, um, it's one of the three ways that we can change our brains by building new neural pathways, like we were talking about the neuroplasticity. Yes, So right. meditation is one of the three. Uh, aerobic exercise is the second one. And the third one is novelty. And novelty is learning and experiencing new things or doing the same thing differently or changing your habits. So as you do those three things, you are changing your neural pathways. This is wonderful. This I've learned so much today. Oh, my gosh. I just want to close with miracles. You know, um, I often have at the bottom of my emails that go to my filmmakers, expect a miracle. And they all laugh at that. But I'm serious. I want people mm-hmm. to realize that miracles happen every day. And what do you think about that? They do. They happen every day. It's actually your natural state. And it is your birthright. This is how you were born. When you're back in your factory settings, miracles happen all the time. I go around and I tell people, you know, like when I I have grandiose ideas and great things happen to me. And I just meet people who are, um, you know, powerful people and can help me or I can help them. And it happens all the time. This is normal for me. I have miracles. I don't know if I have them daily, but pretty often I have them. And I just tell people, you know what, expect it, and that's what's going to happen, in addition to changing your programming. And I say, you know, this is what's allowed in my world, and this is what's not allowed in my world, and this is how my world works. You know, my my world works that I get a parking spot in pretty close to the building almost every time. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm manifesting that miracle, too. (laughs) Right. The little and the big, you you know, don't don't cut out the little ones. I need those parking spaces. Well, I Mm -hmm. want to know more about the class, so share it with everyone. Um, 
when is it offered next, and where can people learn more about it? Oh, yes. Uh, the Mind Over Money Makeover course is it's seven weeks long, and it's available either privately anytime or in the group online format, and it has seven modules. So each week we have a live teaching for an hour, and then we have a live Q&A for an hour. And in addition to that, we have a private Facebook group, which is great for building community between the, the students and helping each other grow and supporting each other. And then also included is a laser private session with me. So that's a one-on-one if you choose the gold or the platinum packages. And if you choose the, the VIP diamond package, then you get three private sessions with me. And the, oh, the next great. online course is going to start October 1st. And you can learn more and you can register for the class at www mindovermoneymakeover.com or alternately you can also go to my business website which is www.womenchoosewealth.com Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for all of the gifts you've given us today. This is fabulous information and I understand you have another gift for our listeners. You want to share that? I would love to. Yes, I'm so excited to gift everyone who's been listening here with us a super fun women's wealth health checkup quiz, which is you go to www.women's, plural, women's wealth checkup quiz.com, and you can feel free to discover your wealth health and it only takes two minutes. It gives you a nice picture of where you are, and the results and the review of your results will come to you in an email right away after you take the, the quiz. So don't be afraid. Check it out. You might be in a better place than you think, right? That's right. It, it, wherever you are is where you are, and this is going to just shine a light on, on that for you. And, you know, knowledge is power. So once you know, then you can do something about it. Yes, you can change it, improve it. And I love the idea that you can create uh, new pathways in the brain and the others just go away. Uh, I think that's what happens with this when we start working with computers. You know, if you just have an open mind, you learn how to do something one day and do it again the next and the next, then you've got it. And the mm-hmm. same would be, it's the same thing you're talking about in the class. It's reprogramming yourself. And that takes, uh, that takes work and concentration. So thank you very much for the work you're doing to help women get their money. <laughs> because we all are such givers. It's a natural yes. thing for women to give and support other people, and particularly other women. So uh, we deserve more. I think we should open our hearts and let the universe send us what we truly deserve. So getting from here to there is what you do for people. And thank you for that. You are welcome. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me on the show. And uh, if there's anything I can do to help you or your listeners, feel free to reach out to me. Oh, I will. Thank you. And Claire, thanks very much for everything for the show. 
Yes, always you, a Claire. pleasure. And Olympia, wonderful information, Olympia. Really appreciate all oh, yeah. that you do. Oh, you're welcome. Right. My pleasure. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. We'll be in touch. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you. Bye. Be well. Thank you, Claire. Bye. You're welcome. And I also want to say to our listeners that we would love to hear from you. If you have ideas and topics for the show, people that you would like to hear interviewed, just reach out to us. Share your ideas. We always love hearing from you. And we also want to tell you how grateful we are for the donations that you've given at FromTheHeartProductions.com. The support is sincerely appreciated. And join us next week for the Art of Film Funding. Now, in its second edition, Carol Dean's popular book, The Art of Film Funding, has 12 new chapters to cover all areas of film financing and how to avoid expensive pitfalls. Learn how to start with an idea and end with a trailer. How to make an ask for money. Create your story structure and your trailer. Legal advice, fair use, successful crowdfunding, how to ask for music rights, and what insurance you can't shoot without. Available on Amazon under Carol Dean and at FromTheHeartProductions.com. I want to remind our listeners that David Raiklin is a brilliant and talented award-winning musician who scores films and can compose music for a trio or for a full orchestra. David is a very good friend to the independent filmmaker and comes highly recommended by From the Heart Productions. If you need music to help tell your story, please contact him at davidraiklin.com. That's David, R-A-I-K-L-E-N dot com. And Carol and I want to thank you for tuning in to The Art of Film Funding. Please visit our website at fromtheheartproductions.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Good luck with your films, everyone.